Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's uh, Kenny Russell, Bulldogs of Faith. What are we doing? We're living life in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining with me tonight. We're just going to get set up here. Tonight we're going to be looking at healing. Um, do what is right in His eyes. That's uh, what we're looking at here. So tonight we're going to be focused on healing, but also in the midst of this, we're going to be focused on aligning ourselves uh, to His Word. How many of you have experienced the healing power of Yeshua? Uh, has anyone been in a situation where you have been healed? I've witnessed incredible testimonies within my life in the healing power of Yeshua many times. Listen, I want to tell you something. We, uh, you know, I, I, want to, I want to talk about how we get to biblical order. Number one, we should get to the place where we know how to uh, stand in faith for our own health. We must get to the place where we take responsibility over this temple, that we say to this temple, you come in line with the word of Yehovah. You know, you can't, you can't uh, get someone else's temple in line, that living stone, but we have a responsibility. Are we, uh, are we proclaiming that we are purified in Messiah? We're a new creation. The old is gone. Behold, all things are new. It's time for us to come to a place where we stand on the promises of Yehovah and we demonstrate what it means to fight the fight of faith. We demonstrate what it means to fight the fight of faith. We have to be people who fight the fight of faith. And that's what I love about walking in the Spirit and living in the light. We have the opportunity to witness the transforming power of Yeshua as, uh, as we see his victory manifest within our lives. Why? Because, you know, when you get sick, it's not time to go down. You might have to say to the body, you need to rest. You might have to change what you are doing to give the rest and everything that you need. But do we come to the scriptures when we are sick, uh, do we meditate on the word or we, do we just spend time watching things like Netflix, you know? And he, here we have this crisis and what's the number one uh, pull that's happening right now around the world is everyone is addicted to video games, uh, entertainment, Netflix, movies. They're just so lost going through movies. Why is that happening? Um, oh, Hannah says the watch party is on. Excellent. Hannah, can you just go add people to the watch party off my uh, Facebook for me, please? I appreciate it. Uh, that's good. And I'll switch it off on my profile page when I finish. But if you can just add people to it over the next five, ten minutes, I'd appreciate that very much. Excellent. Um, yeah, so what I'm saying is getting to the place where we grow in the authority of the Holy Spirit for what purpose? To see his kingdom come and his will done within our life. We spread the fragrance in the knowledge of Yeshua. We spread the fragrance and the knowledge in Yeshua. So how do we do that? By speaking the word into our bodies. We proclaim his truth over our lives, over our families. And the Father gives us authority to proclaim his truth over others. 
But there's nothing more powerful than ministering the truth of Yehovah because we can say, I have witnessed the transforming power of Yeshua in my life. And now out of the overflow of what the Father has done within my life in supernatural healing, I am coming to bring supernatural healing into your life. If you might be in a place of weakness, that's okay. Then we need to call the elders of the ecclesia, of the assembly. We call the elders. We say, will you lay hands? on us. Why? Because elders are called to be giants in the faith. If you're an elder and you don't know what it truly means to walk in the power of the Spirit, how can we minister properly from a position of eldership? We should be giants in the faith. So, okay, we're going to just get into the scriptures here. We're going to read uh, some of the Word and just proclaim His Word. I'm expecting to see a mighty move of the Spirit tonight. Why? Because we are moving into a dark time in this world system. But, you know, I want to proclaim the absolute opposite. We are moving into a light, a time of the brightness of Yehovah shining. When the dark gets darker, you know, the flame of Yehovah will be light. We proclaim that it's time for supernatural healing within our nations. Here in Israel, we're seeing the death toll going above 50 in the last uh, 24 hours. In the U.S., it's gone over 10,000 people. In the U.K., I don't know what the numbers are in all the different countries, but we're seeing the uprising of more people dying every day. Seven, eight hundred people in France. Nearly 900 people died in the last 24 hours. Things are ramping up. We've got uh, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the UK, has just been admitted in the last couple of hours to intensive care in the hospital in London. This is serious. We need to recognize that the enemy is seeking to take his people out. He's, he's, ta- he's, he's seeking to take people out, you know, not just his people. People are dying because of this plague, because of what's taking place. But we want to get in the place where we align ourselves in accordance with the word of Yehovah. Is there safety and protection within his word? In the midst of what's going on around us, do we have to be conformed to the patterns of this world? No. But if we spend all our time watching the news and trying to work everything out with what's going on uh, through uh, the media of the nations of the world, that is not what we're called to set our uh, lives to. So, you know, that that's why I don't have any time for all the conspiracy stuff. I don't have any time for, uh, you know, all these videos that people send me all day and all night. You know, I'm like, you know what? I just want to be in the Word. I want to be in a place where we are being washed. We are meditating on the Scripture. We are standing on the promises of Yehovah. And I want to read from Exodus chapter 15. We're talking about deliverance. We're talking about uh, a time where uh, we just came through the, the Red Sea. And what's the importance of the Red Sea? The importance of the Red Sea is dying in Messiah and rising in Messiah. We have to come through. Now listen, we're facing a global uh, pandemic right now. This is incredible what's happening. But, you know, it wasn't so long ago. What were we facing? We were facing uh, hurricanes and uh, 
uh, tornadoes touching down and devastation. And it's one thing to sit watching the news when you see people in different areas going through their tragedy. There's another thing when the entire uh, world pretty much is being locked down and saying you can't go out. Why? Because the same thing that's affecting you in Canada is the same thing as what is affecting people right now in Australia. One side of the world to the other, to UK, to Europe, all over the world, the Middle East, we are on this lockdown. We are trying to break the cycle and the growth of this virus on a global level. Now, we know what the enemy is seeking to do. He's seeking to bring in a spirit of fear. But how do we deal with the fear factor? I, I want to tell you, I'm going to share testimony on his supernatural healing and his protection. And in what place do we get taken to sometimes in the midst of this journey? But before I do that, I just want to read the scripture here from Exodus chapter 16. Hallelujah. I'm going to read uh, from verse 25. Then Moshe cried out to Yehovah, and Yehovah showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. This is when they were all complaining about uh, not having water, and the water was all bitter. Then Yehovah made a decree and a law for them. And there he tested them. Again, everything we go through, everything we face, this um, um, coronavirus is all about a test for us. It's a test for the world. Are you going to submit yourself to one world order? Are you going to submit yourself to those systems? But it's a test for the believer. Where are you in me, says Yehovah? Where are you? Are you a part of me or not? Which army do you belong to? Which side are you operating from? Are you part of the army of the Lord? Are you operating in the army of the Lord? Are you operating with the authority of Yeshua? I love this post I saw just when at the beginning of the lockdown, you know, someone put on their Facebook and uh, they said, um, was it 5 p.m. Uh, change from day pajamas to night pajamas? <laughs> you know, 6 a.m. change to day pajamas from, you know, switch the other way around. And, you know, look, this is what a lot of people want to do. They want to spend their time in their PJs. Listen, we need to be people who are armed in the spirit. And I know people are trying to relax and trying to chill out and stuff. And, and, you know, this is preparation time for Passover. This is time where you're getting your house in order. This is time when you're cleaning the cupboards out. This is time when you're making sure that you're dealing with cleanliness within your environment. This is time when we're looking within ourselves and we're saying, Father, I want to deal with the sin factor within my life. I want to see the victory of Yehovah manifesting within my life. Hallelujah. I am an overcomer in Yeshua. It's no longer I that live, but it's the Messiah dwelling within me. What's your testimony? Do you feel him in you? Do you feel the word of God burning up within you, burning within your bones that you have to speak forth his word and proclaim his promise? 
You know, we're not just having verbal diarrhea. We're talking about proclaiming the truth of the word to bring transformation to this generation. This is the hour for us to rise up. And I just proclaim right now, rise up, body of Messiah. Rise up. Hallelujah. Yehovah has made a decree and a law for them. And there he tested them. And this is the key verse. He said, if you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your Elohim, what an incredible opportunity you and I have right now. You, you have the choice to what you listen to right now. Are you going to fill your life with faith? Are you going to fill your life with the love of Yehovah, with the power of God, with the anointing of God, with the victory of who he is, with the word of God? Are we going to turn our ear towards him? Are we going to listen carefully to the voice of the Lord our Elohim and do what's right in his eyes? Many times when I share about Passover and the importance of Passover, you know what people tell me? They're like, well, you know, I do Easter. And I'm like, you know, Easter's pagan. Don't you know that? Well, that's not what it is to me. It doesn't matter what it is to us. The question is, what is it to the Lord? And here's your scripture verse. If you listen carefully, if you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all, not just some, all his decrees, I will not bring you, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Well, you know, okay, Moses, that's nice, and you know, that's great, God, but hey, wait a second, we just came through the Red Sea. Why are you talking about the plagues again? We've just come through the plagues. We've just got through the plagues. Listen, you can bring plagues upon yourself because of your attitude and the way you live. We are called to turn our ear towards Yehovah. We are called to listen carefully to the voice of the Lord, our Elohim. We're called to do what's right in His eyes. You can't make the decision of what is right and wrong. The Word does. We have to come to the scripture. Yep, I like to hold the word up. I like to, you know, look, this this is it. Look at all these pages. Look, you know, look, we didn't just get a 12-page summary of how to live our life. Hallelujah. This is the manual. Wow, look at the size of this manual. Full of blessing, full of transformation, full of healing, full of deliverance. Hallelujah. We get to stand upon the word of Yehovah, not just a single word even though Yeshua is the word when you stand upon him you are partaking of the entire scriptures hallelujah but don't use that as an excuse not to study the word to say well you know I've got Yeshua and because I've got Yeshua I don't really need to read the word I've just got Yeshua so I'm just going to I'm just going to uh, you know just you know Hey, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. No, that is not how we are called to live. It's not, hey, Sarah, Sarah. What we are called to do is we are called to walk by the Spirit. We're called to live by the Spirit. We're called to see His kingdom come and His will done. And we proclaim it is time for the victory in Yeshua. I want this word to be a lamp unto my feet. 
There's a word in here every day. There's a word to direct me. The Father has spoken so much out. And he's saying, if you will get this word within you, if you will establish the word within you, you will do exploits for me, greater things than these. That's what Yeshua said. Man, you think what I've been doing is amazing? You will do what I have been doing and greater things than these because I go to the Father. Oh, hallelujah. May the fire of the Holy Spirit rise up within our life. We are proclaiming the victory in Yeshua. This is time for salvation. This is time for healing. We proclaim it is the day of healing. Hallelujah. I'm just uh, opening up here to the watch party. Thanks, Hannah, for getting that sorted out. Um, I want to get to the place where I can see the feeds of what's happening so I can see uh, the comments and prayer requests coming in because we are going to pray. I've got Arlene here, says, My daughter is battling um, a breakout on her face. Uh, she's tried everything. Please pray that Yehovah will heal her face. Father, we stand in the gap right now. And we speak supernatural healing over Arlene's daughter right now. We say to this, Rash, shrivel up and die right now in Yeshua's name. We declare that by his stripes she is healed. We release the healing power of Yeshua together as the body of Messiah. We come together and we proclaim right now the victory in Messiah. Hallelujah. And we stand in the gap. Yes, Keith, we stand in the gap for Boris Johnson. We say, Father, may you put a hedge of protection around him. May this be a wake-up moment for him and his fiance, that they will come to the realization of the importance of you, Yeshua, the Messiah. May he come to know you at this time on, in, uh, in that intensive care unit, Father. Pour out your spirit. We don't just pray for his healing. We pray for his salvation. We speak salvation and deliverance over Boris Johnson right now in Yeshua's name. We release the healing power of Yeshua that he will see a supernatural miracle. We ask, Father, you give him dreams. You speak directly to him and bring transformation within his life and that he will stand up with a testimony before the people of Israel and proclaim what? The glory of God to this generation. It's time for the national leaders to stand up and, and be standing on the rock of Messiah. We thank you, Father, for Donald Trump and his stand and his position in faith at this time. I thank you, Father, that you are mentoring him and directing him. We thank you. We ask for Boris Johnson to come alive in the spirit. Hallelujah. Like I said, this week that we are moving into, we're going to come into a greater place where the needs of the people is going to magnify. It's not going to be business as usual. Like I said, uh, you know, just as we're getting set up, I said, look, listen, when you see hurricanes coming in and you're watching on the news and this is what these people are going through over there, look, what we are going through right now, and, you know, we need to understand exactly what's happening. Forget about conspiracy theories. Forget about what you think the government's doing. Well, we're going to get chipped. Uh, you know, we've got artificial intelligence coming in to control us and everything. Um, you know, but... Uh, 
you, you know, look, forget about all of that right now and just recognize this. There is, there is an invisible enemy that is seeking to take you out. Let's get personal over this. It's not just a respecter of persons like Haley said. Yeah, um, you know, the virus is no respecter of persons. That's right. It's no respecter of persons. So, you know, have you ever been in a place where you just felt everything was okay and the next minute your entire world is crashing? What does the devil want to do? He wants to fill your life with fear. But we have a responsibility. What's our responsibility is to rise up in this spirit. I've already had an experience dealing with a virus. It was the end of May last year. I was flying back from America and I get back and I go into two days of fever. Uh, when I got back from the, the trip to the States, I'm in fever for two days and the fever breaks and I get up and I thought, wow, that's, uh, that's over, that's good. And then that evening I started getting all these pains in my heart and all this stuff going on. I start losing my strength. I've got problems breathing. I'm like, what's going on? I'm almost passing out. I had to go and wake Haley up after five hours of resisting this, saying there's no way anything's happening to me. I can't be having a heart attack, even though my left arm is going numb. I'm healthy. I'm fit. I detox. I eat what's right. What is going on with me? I couldn't physically understand what was happening to me. But when I started to lose consciousness for moments, and I started to realize, wait a second, I've got all this pain, but I'm not within my right right mind. I'm not in that place. I better go wake my wife up and tell her, you know, that I need you to watch me. Make sure that something doesn't happen. I don't just drop dead right now. And through that process of what took place, you know, the ambulance come in, I collapse, I go straight into fever, lying on the floor. I get picked up, put in the chair. They're injecting me with all sorts of, I don't know what they're putting in me and just, you know, and they're, they're putting uh, machines on me, they're checking my heart rate, or they're, they're doing all that stuff, getting me off to accident and emergency. I get into accident and emergency, and this is important what I'm sharing, because, you know, just that day, I, everything was fine. You can be in a moment where everything's fine, and your entire world turns upside down. And I want to prepare you for that moment that we have to be people that know how to stay in faith in Messiah and we don't get caught up with the spirit of fear. But let me tell you, there's going to be times in the midst of this. There's going to be times when you are going to be challenged to the core of your faith. That's why I'm saying to you, build your faith at this time. Build it up. It's time for, for you to go to work. It's time for you to stand in the authority of the spirit and know your God. I believe. You're my healer. I believe you're my healer. I believe you can do it, Father. There's no one like you. You can do it. I'm going to stand upon the promises of the word of Yehovah. I'm going to proclaim his promises. The book of Hebrews, chapter 6. Hallelujah. I was telling you a story, wasn't I? Well, you know, you know me. I start on a story, then I go off on one. I'll always get back there sometimes. If I don't, I'll just have to add it to another uh, message. But what I was saying is I get to accident emergency. They're looking at me. I look, look, the fever's gone. You know, I'm not passed out anymore. I've come in on the ambulance. I'm now in hospital. I'm now in one of the little cubicles. <clears throat> 
And then uh, they're coming around, they're taking tests, taking blood work, doing all the stuff. They're looking at me, my color's coming back a little bit. You know, how are you feeling? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling okay, you know. And I'm feeling fine, you know, I just, you know, I just get these waves coming over me where it's just one minute I'm fine, the next minute I'm not fine. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired, I'm just trying to sleep and you've got all this stuff manifesting in the A and the E, you've got people throwing up, you've got people going through, uh, you know, pain like you can't believe, screaming their heads off and pain. You've got people who are injured from car accidents and stuff. It's all happening around you and you're lying in your little corner. And I remember the doctor comes up to me, he said, hey, you know, um, you know, everything's looking good right now. You know, the ECGs, everything's looking good. You're probably going home in half an hour. I'm like, oh, hallelujah, that's great. I'll be going home in half an hour. That's awesome. And then guess what happens? About 20 minutes, 30 minutes later, I see these people running at me with the defibrillator machine. You know, the mobile defibrillators? They're running at me. They start ripping my shirt off. They're putting all the stuff on me. Got the machine going, beep, beep, beep. They're like, we got your blood work back. You're on the end. You're on the verge of heart failure. This is really bad. This is serious. And they're all going crazy. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm in that place where I'm in my happy place thinking, I'm just about to go home. Why? I'm standing in faith. I'm proclaiming the word. I'm not lying down to sickness and dis-ease. I'm proclaiming his word. And when they come and they say, you're on the verge of heart failure. You know, you could die any second. That's how bad things are right now. We've got to monitor you properly. And, you know, I'm looking at these students like all they're waiting for is they're waiting for your heart rate to get so bad that you just fail. So they get to try and put those things on your chest, you know, and electrocute you. You know, they always want to use them, don't they? And I'm looking at them thinking, you know, one minute I'm okay, everything's great. The next minute, you're on the verge of heart failure. It took me 10 minutes to get the restoration of shalom within my life. Father, I need your peace. I'm trying to breathe proper. Got all these people working on me right now. They're trying to do emergency x-rays right there, right then. This is within, you know... Two minutes of them uh, giving me this news and they're, they're moving everyone around and pulling in uh, mobile x-ray systems, throwing this big thing over me as they try to do x-rays on my back, you know, from my heart and taking all the pictures. And then the next minute they're racing me like crazy to intensive care. I'm like, you, you know, everything is all happening. It's just this virus. This is what was going on after 10 minutes. I got it. I got to the place. It took me 10 minutes. And then my peace was restored. The tears were running down my face. I'm like, whoa, man, I'm going to die. I'm like, is this the moment? Is this the place? Is this the time? Is this it? Have I come to the end? If this is it, you know, look, Father, it's, it's not about life in the flesh, but I am going to proclaim the healing power of Yeshua. I'm not going to give up. I don't believe I've fulfilled all the things you've called me to do on this earth. I don't believe you've called me to this land for such a time as this, just to die of heart failure. It's not going to happen. I'm going to proclaim your word. But I want to align myself with your word. Like we read in Exodus chapter 15, do what is right in his eyes, not what's right in our eyes. 
I submit to you, Father, but I proclaim your promise. Your promises are yes and amen. And I'm going to celebrate your victory in Messiah, the victory of overcoming that death no longer has victory. Death, oh, where is your sting? Yeshua has brought victory over all. So where are we? We're in the book of Hebrews. Hallelujah. Did I get a part of a story out there? Can you believe that? Did that just happen? Hebrews chapter 5. Listen, let's be stirred up. Father, I pray that you stir us up right now, that you equip us for being effective in ministry. Father, that you help us to be effective in the midst of crisis, that no matter what we face in this coming week, no matter what happens around us, that you give us the ability to be effective for your kingdom and to bring forth your word into our own personal lives and also into the lives of those around us and our family members. So we stand in the gap in Yeshua's name, and we proclaim the promises of Yeshua at this time. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11. We're talking about, uh, we're talking about our alignment of who we are. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to explain because you are slow to learn. We have much to say about this, about what? The, 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 who Yeshua is, that he is greater. He's greater than the Levitical priesthood. You know, he is in the order of Melchizedek. We've got much to say about this, but, you know, I don't, I don't know if you're able to catch this. Maybe you're just too slow to learn. In fact, though, by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of Elohim's word all over again. And this is the problem we have. We end up back at square one, going through the elementary, and the Father's saying, can I raise up a people who will study and will learn the word so that we can be proclaimers of his word, teachers of his word, so we can edify and build the body of Messiah. We've got to lay aside differences. We've got to lay aside whatever you think. The question is not what you think. What does the Father think? What's the Father saying to us? In fact, we ought at this time, you ought to be teachers. You need someone to teach you the elementary truths of Elohim's word all over again. Why? Why is that the case? Why do we have to continually teach the elementary? It's because we're not meditating on the Word. It's because we're listening to the Word and we're counting sheep instead of going through one of the books of the Bible when you can't sleep. You know, look, if the devil wakes you up in the night, if you've got problems sleeping, look, you can't sleep and you've got a sleeping disorder, stop taking sleeping pills. Just pick up your Bible and say, as long as I'm awake, I'm going to hide the scripture within my heart. Let me tell you something. There'll come a moment where you will no longer have a problem with uh, sleep apnea. It'll, you, it'll have to go. Because, you know, the devil does not want you getting to a place where you hide the word within. So if you're up all night and you can't sleep, don't get up and just watch movies and twiddle your fingers trying to work out what to do. Start hiding the word within your heart. Proclaim the word. We break the spirit of anxiety, worry, and fear. These are antichrist things. Why? They actually are atheist things. It means we don't believe. You might have fear for a moment, but can you turn your fear 
Can you turn that fear into faith? Can you align yourself back? When things come to shake you, can you align yourself back in the promises of Yehovah? Hallelujah. So look, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of Elohim's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not, uh, is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. And what is it we know about righteousness? The righteous live by faith. The righteous live by faith. Hallelujah. So we want to be people who are living by faith. But solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Solid food. What are we talking about? Partaking of the word. Like I said, you don't have 12 pages on how to work out your dishwasher. This is your life we're talking about. This is the foundation for your life, for my life. What's the Father saying? This is the manual. Let's make sure we study it. Let's make sure we know how to operate in this world at this time. It is time for us to become mature. It's time for us to partake of the solid food of the Scripture. We need to know how to do what? Distinguish good from evil. Oh, I'm just going to study all the conspiracy theory stuff. Well, guess what? Flat earth, round earth, all the different stuff, 9-11, going to the moon, all that. You know, look, you want to waste your time learning all that? Do you see the shadow on this picture? Have you worked out this shadow? I want to ask you, the shadow of a dog never bit no one. Do you know the shadow in uh, Psalm 23? Do we know the word so alive that it can just flow from our heart at any moment? In any situation that you're in, do you know how to pull on the scripture in the midst of the challenges? Chapter 6 of Hebrews, it says, verse 1, Therefore, let us leave the elementary teachings about Messiah and go on to maturity. This is, a, this is a commission that we need to get to. We need to be accountable one to another so that we are constantly growing in Him. Don't get to the place where we just get caught in, in the same old cycle, the same old record. You know, some people say like, you know, haven't I heard that you're, the stories you share, you just share them all the time. Well, yeah, maybe I do. But you know... When you're speaking a lot, you just keep sharing stories and, you know, if there's certain stories that you know are effective for that moment, that's the ones I want to share. But we want to leave the elementary teaching about the Messiah, go on to maturity. We're not laying again the foundation of repentance from the acts that lead to death. And here's the reality. The reality is so many people are lukewarm believers. You know, even those who are walking back in Torah, they spend so much time in Torah study that they forget the voice of God. They forget what it means to walk in the Spirit. They give up the gifts of the Spirit to go back to legalism. And I challenge you, if you truly have gone back to Torah, you can't do it without the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Torah is the most alive portion of the Word with the greatest manifest miracles you can ever imagine. Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created. Wow. What did he do? He is bringing forth miraculous acts by the word of the Mashiach, the Messiah. He was the word. Hallelujah. We worship you. And that's who we are serving. 
The maker of heaven and earth gives you all this writing to help you how to live your life. So have we got any time to read anything else? Have we got any time to do anything else until this book is hidden within our life? You want the riches that will bring change to your community. You want the riches that will supernaturally affect literally the world. Then hide this book within your heart. Hide this book within your heart. Yes, Sandy, I'm going to read the list of the elementary. Don't worry, I'm not going to stop there. Hallelujah. Thanks for helping preaching tonight. Yeah, amen. Hallelujah. I don't mind you helping me preach. You can post comments and, and uh, tell me what you think and <coughs> even post scriptures. Look, let's get in this together. If someone has a revelation, let the one who's speaking shut up. If you've got a word that needs to be said, write the word out. I'll share it. Hallelujah. This is the hour that we are living in. So don't lay again the foundation of repentance from the acts that lead to death. Therefore, let us leave the elementary teachings about Messiah and go on to maturity, not laying again the foundations of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God. Instructing about baptism, the laying on of hands, the, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. Ah, t- look... We've shared this many times over the last uh, number of days while I've been in quarantine here in Caesarea. But let me tell you something. The resurrection of the dead is an elementary teaching within the scripture. And, you know, we've got to get to the place where we are ministering uh, at this time, that we will pray for, for those, even those who have died, that we'll go lay hands on them and ask the Father to raise them up. Father, give us an anointing and an increase of faith that we can even see people coming back from the dead at this time in the midst of this virus. We ask, Father, for an outpouring of your spirits. Baptism, the laying on of hands. Look, these are things that, uh, you know, that we're always encouraging, like people are scared stiff. What do you mean lay on hands to pray? Yes, you know, yes, let's lay on hands, you know. Um, moving in the dimensions of prayer, you know, I'll never forget one night, Hannah was in hospital, she was sick. Uh, she had a, a virus because when we came to America, they forced us as parents. They told us there was no option. If she didn't have these um, uh, vaccinations, she was not allowed to go to school. This is what they forced us with. They told us there was no alternative. If you don't know this, your child is taken out of school. So we went. We didn't want to have Hannah vaccinated. We didn't understand the system. This was years ago. We go in. She gets these vaccinations. She ends up, poor kid, with shingles. Uh, She gets this viral attack within her gut. She's hospitalized. When she's dehydrated, she's gone through it. She's like six years old, just struggling like crazy. And, you know, we're just praying. And, you know, it was a Sunday night. And I just thought, you know... I'm just, we just moved house, we're in a different area. I thought, I'm just going to go along to this uh, church along the road. We had a Sunday night service, and I went into this church and just joined the service. And the guy said, uh, the, the, the pastor, he said, listen, I just feel the Father saying we're meant to be praying right now and praying in groups. There's people going through things. 
then there's families going through things and we just have to stand together and we just got to stand together. So let's all just get in groups of like 12 or whatever and everyone get in groups and there's a few thousand people there and everyone's in their little groups and you know, I'm over wherever and I'm with this group and everyone, you know, take your hands and you all hold hands and you know, and I'm just waiting. You know, look, it's, I've never been to this church before. I don't know how they function. I don't know how they work, you know. Uh, so I'm just standing there and no one takes the lead. So I thought, okay, I'll take the lead, you know, because no one is saying anything. We're just all standing there. So I said, I said, okay, well, look, you know, we're here to pray. We're here to pray for our families. We're here to pray for each other, to pray for the needs and the things that we are going through. So I just want to, I just want to start things off. And I just want to ask you to this lady over here. I said, uh, how can we pray for you? What are the things the Father uh, has put on your heart that you need prayer for? And, you know, she said, well, it's personal, God knows. I'm like, okay, I'd never heard this before. I'm not used to being in this kind of church. I'm used to being in fellowships where people are, you know, it's on their sleeve talking about what they're going through and what they need prayer for because they want genuine people to stand in the gap for them. Oh, you know, it's personal, God knows. Okay, so to the person next to you, what do you want prayer for? Well, it's personal, God knows. Okay, <laughs> I'm like... What, what type of church is this I'm in right now? I get to the next person. Well, what, what do you want prayer for? Well, kind of the same as personal, God knows. I get around the whole group and that's about all I heard from them. Oh, it's personal, God knows. I'm like, goodness me. Well, you know, guess what? I share with them, my daughter is in hospital. She's, uh, you know, she's really going through it. They can't work out what the virus is that's attacking her. It's attacking her gut and she's not well. I just want you to stand in the gap and pray for her supernatural healing. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, that's great. And then I realized, you know what? Everyone else in this entire group that I'm standing with, they've not shared what the truth is of what's happening within their lives. It's personal, God knows. But I said, thank you, Father. You have given me the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And you've anointed me with words of knowledge and insight by the Spirit. So this is what happened at the next stage. I said to this lady, I said, um, oh, I haven't shared this story in a long time. It's just coming to me now. What did I say to her? I might get some of this wrong, but at least I'll get the, the foundation of it correct. I said, um, you, uh, God sets you free from the guilt of your husband leaving you. Your husband has left you and you're full of guilt thinking it's your fault. It's not your fault. You are right standing with me and he is in error. And I set you free right now from the guilt of, uh, of your husband walking out on you. She starts crying, God's ministering, you know, the father's moving. And then I, I go to the next person <laughs> that's right next to her. I, I don't know anyone in this place. And I said, I said, you are the mother of this man. You're the, the mother-in-law of this woman. And you're devastated about what your son has done. And you don't have to pick up the guilt of your son. I release you from the guilt of your son and his actions and affairs and the things that he he is doing right now. Be free in Yeshua's name. 
She starts crying. She's getting supernaturally transformed. I move around the group with words of knowledge. Man, I'm telling you what, we're in this Baptist church and what are we doing in this little group? We are having revival. Hallelujah. Words of knowledge are flowing. The Father is ministering and transformation is happening right here. Why am I sharing this? Because we have got to be people that know how to apply the scripture. The eternal judgment is elementary things. Do we understand the end times? Do we understand what time it is? Where are we living at this time? Do you want to choose to live in the elementary or do you want to move into the meat of the word? Sorry, vegetarians. Sorry, vegetarians, but we are going for solid food. Well, man, maybe it is vegetables. Maybe it's not meat. You know, we like to call it the meat of the word. Does it actually say the word meat in there anywhere? It just says solid food. Okay, well, you know, I like to eat a lot of vegetarian stuff anyway. I love it. It's awesome. You would never believe that a meatitarian like me would ever come to the place of such a thing where my wife would be looking at me and I'm all excited about eating a veggie burger. She's like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> is this really happening to my husband? You know, when we got married, I chased my wife around the house with a raw chicken because she, she made the roast dinner. But she didn't cook the chicken because she didn't know how to put the chicken on into the, the dish when we got newly married. I chased around the house. Woman of mine, you need to know how to handle meat. I'm a meatitarian. Yes. Ah. Abuse. That's what it was. It was abuse. I didn't think it was abuse. She's lying on the bathroom floor, crying her eyes out, unable to touch a piece of meat. Oh, wow. Goodness me. Awful. Anyway. We want to get to the place of solid food. We want to get into the maturity. So the gifts of the Spirit are flowing. We need, Father, the gifts of the Spirit within our lives. We need the outpouring of your Holy Spirit at this time. The victory in Yeshua. It is no longer I that live, but it's the Messiah dwelling within me. I don't really care what you think about me. I don't really care what you see. The bottom line is this, who does, who does the Father say I am? My reputation is not going to be built. My confidence is not going to be built on what man thinks about me. My confidence is found in no one else other than Yeshua the Messiah. I am not going to allow the devil to dilute the anointing that's upon my life. I'm not going to let the devil dilute the character that he has invested within me. This is the hour for us to rise up and be everything that he has called us to be. Hallelujah. We proclaim victory in the Holy Spirit. We proclaim this is the day of the power of Yehovah to manifest. So going back to Exodus chapter 15, he said, If you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God, you can't do what he says if you don't know what he is saying. So what is God saying? At this time, he's saying, I need a people who are on track. I need a people who are on line, in line with the Spirit. 
That's why I could go around that group and bring words of knowledge. Why? Because I'm in line with the Spirit. Do you have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying? Let's step out of the box. Let's move into another dimension. We are not here to play Christianity. We're not here to play walking in the faith. We are called to walk in signs and wonders and miracles. Then I proclaim right now, I don't care how you see it and what it means to you. The question is, how does God see it? And as we are moving a few days into this week, as we are moving into this week, we're coming to Pesach, we're coming to Passover and hear the word of the Lord. God is calling his people to align with his feasts. You want protection? Then we are dealing with Passover. You want to deal with a plague? Then we are dealing with the book of Exodus. It couldn't be a more precise time than it is today. So let's align ourselves in the spirit of Yehovah. Let's align ourselves to the victory in Messiah today. Let's make a decision. I want to listen carefully to the voice of the Lord. Well, what's his voice saying? Do what is right in his eyes and pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees. Part of his commands is to walk in the feast. These are divine appointments of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So we're talking about healing. We're talking about walking in healing. Yes, you might face a moment. You might be coming to a place in this week, the next couple of weeks, where you are, are, are being surrounded by the spirit of fear. But I want to tell you in advance that you don't have to stay in that place. That God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sign mind. How do we get to the place of the sound mind? We are found within his word. So right now, when you're feeling healthy, when you're feeling good, you might be in a, in a tight spot with too many people in a small space, but you find your space, even if you have to get into the closet with your flashlight and get into the scripture so his word can come alive within your spirit. But don't bow down before other gods or worship them or follow their practices. I'm reading in Exodus chapter 23, verse 24. You must demolish them and break their sacred stones to pieces. Worship the Lord your God and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you and none will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you a full lifespan. Hallelujah. Father, we stand upon your promises. We stand upon your promises. We choose to worship you. And that's what I want to share with you tonight. Let's, you know, when I'm dealing with healing, I, I, like, to, I like to play worship, uh, dealing with healing. I like to listen to worship songs and just stand on the promises of Yehovah and just, uh, and just be surrounded with what the Father is saying. I believe that He is the victor. I believe that we can walk in supernatural transformation. I expect to see the miraculous happen in and around my life. 
But if it's not happening in your life, why should it happen around your life, through you? No, it's not going to happen. So what do we have to do? We have got to get ourselves in line with him so that we are in line with what the spirit of Yehovah has to say to us. In verse 15 of Deuteronomy chapter 7, Yehovah will keep you free from every disease. He will not inflict you the horrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict them on all who hate you. Oh, that's an interesting scripture. All who hate you. Woe to anyone who gets into a spirit of hate and starts operating in hate and malice. Watch out against the body of Messiah. The Father says, I will bring holy order within my house. I will not allow these divisions to come. You want to see protection? You better repent. We better be right standing before man and before God so that we come through this. And what's our promise? If you keep, uh, the Lord will keep you free from every disease. He will not inflict on you the horrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict them on all those who hate you. The Father will protect his people. So I proclaim right now protection as we are coming to a time where we are seeing over this next four weeks, we are seeing things uh, ramp up to a, a whole new level. I speak the protection of God in accordance with your word. Why? Because I am going to follow the commandments. Verse 11 of Deuteronomy 7. Therefore, take care to follow the commands, decrees and laws I give you today. He is faithful. It says in verse 9, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations, to those who love him and keep his commands. We proclaim the victory. We proclaim that the victor is in Messiah. We worship you, Yeshua, because of what you're doing. We thank you for the price you paid. It says in 1 Peter chapter 2, 24, He himself bore our sins in his body on the, the execution stake on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. We proclaim the victory in Messiah. We thank you, Father, for your healing power. What did Yeshua do in Luke chapter 10? Heal the sick. This is what we're told to do. Who are there and tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. Yeshua is sending out the disciples. He said, heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. So we proclaim the kingdom of God is at hand. This is the hour for the kingdom of God. We release the kingdom of God, the authority of the Holy Spirit at this time. We say this is it. We are standing in his presence. It's time for his victory to be manifest within our lives. Father, we thank you. We speak forth your healing power at this time. Uh, James chapter 5, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. I need someone to pray for my nose. Hallelujah. 
The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. This is what I talked about, eldership. Eldership should be teachers. There should not be an elder who's not a teacher. We should be those who know how to teach, who are walking in righteousness and proclaiming his promise. Thank you, Father. So we want to speak forth the victory in Messiah. I proclaim right now it's time for the victory. I got through the virus I had in my heart. My daughter Hannah got delivered and transformed and released from hospital from the virus she faced after I was in that Baptist church. The next day she came out of hospital. God is faithful. What are you facing? What testimonies do you have of the healing power of Jesus? Then share them. Talk about what Yeshua has done in and through you. Share it. Because this is a time where we need to build faith. This is a time where we need to encourage each other. Let's be teachers of the word. Be those who are studying the scriptures so we know how to handle the word. Why? So we can apply the word to difficult places, to difficult questions, to difficult problems, that disputes can be settled, that lives can be changed, that healing can come forth, that discipline can be delivered so that we can be protected and healed, walking in the perfect will of Yehovah. I saw a few minutes ago that uh, Donald Trump has come on to do his uh, speech today, and I, I don't want to hold people back from hearing updates on what's happening for those who are in the U.S., but I just want to encourage you. This is the hour for victory. This is the hour for us to be equipped. I thank you so much for taking this time just to spend with me tonight as we are doing devotions every day. We want to the fire of the Holy Spirit to be delivered. And we want to proclaim the healing power of Yeshua over your life right now. So firstly, Father, I just lift my hands before you and I ask, Father, for everyone under the sound of my voice, every household that's represented right now. I ask for supernatural protection. I ask that you bring us in line with Passover. Father, that Yeshua, your blood was shed. You are our Passover lamb. You are our victory. And I want to proclaim the promises and the victory of who Yeshua is and this year, I'm, I'm going to put up scriptures of the Messiah round my door, of the finished work of what he has done. Hallelujah. He has brought forth the victory. I'll also proclaim scriptures from the Torah as well. But more than anything, may Yeshua's name be lifted up at Passover. That's what it's about. This is our testimony that Yeshua, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. So, Father, we thank you for protection that you dwell within us. It's not just once a year, but this is a set-apart time. It's a feast time for us to come before you. And we love you, Yeshua. We love you, Father. And we ask you, we call out as the body of Messiah, protect us, heal us, keep any deadly pestilence away from us. As we meditate on Psalm 91 and proclaim your promises, we will keep the commandments before us and we'll ask, Father, for you to make a way through the midst of all of this trouble in Yeshua's name. We come before you right now. If you are sick, I want to ask you to place your hands on the part of your body where you're sick. We're going to proclaim the supernatural healing of Yeshua. 
Place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick. Father, for all those who are sick right now, I come against throat infections right now. I come against problems with people's eyes right now. Father, I can see the allergies in this nose. Supernatural healing in Yeshua's name. We come against ear infections right now. Go in Yeshua's name. We break uh, the coronavirus. We come against you in Yeshua's name. We say, get off. By his stripes we are healed. We are protected in Messiah. May the fire of the Holy Spirit be so powerful within our lives that we will walk in the freedom of Yehovah tonight, today, wherever you're watching from. We release the healing power of Yeshua. So we thank you for the victory, no matter what we're going through. Cancers shrivel up and die right now in Yeshua's name. May they die at the root right now in Yeshua's name. Tumors shrivel up and die in Yeshua's name. We speak to heart conditions to be aligned now. Hearts to be strengthened now. Lungs, we speak to uh, lung disease, whatever those diseases are, many of them. In Yeshua's name. Be healed right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We pray for Sandy. She needs a laptop. And our granddaughter uh, happened to bring you one. Oh, hallelujah. That's great. He provided me with a name for my new business that cost me a dollar. Hallelujah. Look at what the Father's doing for you. And we worship you, Father. Thank you for testimonies. And thank you for victory. I'm actually not seeing all of the comments from where I am right now. Uh, that's got a lot more comments on there. Uh-huh. It's not bringing them all up. So anyway, I can't see all the comments, but anyway, thanks for joining with us tonight. I'm going to let you get away. <coughs> it's uh, getting close to one o'clock in the morning here in Kasaria, Israel. I appreciate you guys, appreciate you standing with me. If you are blessed and encouraged with what the Father is doing within Bulldozer Faith, then I want to encourage you. Go to bulldozerfaith.com. I'll add it uh, uh, somewhere. Where is it here? I'll just take it here. If you want to give to the ministry, uh, here is a link. And, you know, I ask you to stand with us. You know, we are praying right now over key things that uh, that we need to do with our uh, our, our mission property right now. We're asking the Father what he needs to do. I just put a call into an organization dealing uh, with violence in the home for people who are trying to escape difficult homes because of domestic violence. Maybe the Father's going to open doors and that's what's going to be happening in this building for the next couple of months. You know, in the midst of this lockdown, it's like pressure cookers within home. We break the spirit of murder and we break the spirit of suicide as well. But Father, how can we take in those in need? How can we embrace those that need protection and help at this time? What are we going to do with the resources of the things the Father has given us? So pray for me uh, over this next day and let's see what happens, what the Father opens up. If that's... Uh, what the Father's going to do, then we will open up our property free of charge for people that are suffering from domestic abuse here in the land of Israel. Here in Israel, we're going to go on a shutdown um, from tomorrow at four o'clock. And then just as we go into uh, Pesach on Wednesday, we will be on a complete lockdown.
like a curfew all the way through till seven o'clock the next morning. Uh, so anyway, that's interesting that that's all going to be happening because that's exactly what we need to see. We need to see us staying within our homes, not leaving. Uh, and, you know, we proclaim, Father, may your angels come at this time and take this virus away in Yeshua's name so that the people who have uh, evil intent, the leaders and uh, the demonic powers of the earth that have evil intent, that their plans will be broken at this time. You know, because we are not walking into the one world order just yet. So we thank you, Father. We speak victory and release over the nations today in Yeshua's name. So thanks for joining with me. Guess what? We're going to be back again tomorrow. And we're going to be on fire, ministering the word, bringing forth encouragement. So stand with the ministry. Stand with us. If you've got prayer requests and anything you want to share, you can private message us. You can uh, email me, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com, and I will respond to you. Or you can go to bulldozerfaith.com and just send something on the uh, contact page, and we will get back with you. We will stand in the gap with you. Every day, like I said, we're going to see and hear more testimonies of of uh, this virus getting closer to where we are. We had the first person confirmed with the coronavirus in Casaria. The first person in our town was found today. And that person is a foreigner. They are not from here. They're in quarantine. They probably were on my flight. Can you believe it? I bet they were. It'd be interesting to know. They probably were on the flight I was on coming back to Israel. Anyway, thanks for watching. Till tomorrow, Yehovah bless and be safe in Messiah. We plead the blood of Yeshua because we have victory in him. Thanks for watching. Shalom. Shalom.